Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott, and I'm your host. I use science, spirituality, and play to help people relax into their true essence so they can experience more ease, joy, and abundance. Welcome to the podcast. I am so glad you're here for another energy update from the fabulous Amy White. We think we're about a year into these energy updates and mm, this one is just as wonderful as all the others. And as Amy points out in this conversation, it doesn't matter when you listen to these episodes, when you listen to these energy updates, even if it says, for instance, this one is for April, 2022. If you listen in January, 2023, it will be perfect for you at that time. That's how this works. It's magic. So one of the things we talk about in this conversation is about relaxing, relaxing your grip and really allowing yourself to step into the flow of life. And this is something Pete and I have been practicing for a while. Of course, it's always a practice every single day. And today when we relaxed into the flow of life, we got to see a juvenile bald eagle take its first or one of its first flights. These eagles, we've seen them grow up from a a distance and apparently 40% of them fail when they try and fly out of the nest on the first shot. They, They kind of have a make it or break it situation. Their nest is up high they learn to flap their wings and then they fly off. And if they succeed, yay, they grow up to be bigger bald eagles. If they fail, they don't do any more bald eagling. So it was so cool to see this guy or a girl flap its wings and then kind of hover off the branch just a little bit and then be like, oh, I don't know. And then try it again. And this time kind of like fall a couple inches and then catch itself. And then it flew and just did this amazing, beautiful tour, very much like it was still figuring it out and then come in for a landing and the landing part looked a little tricky. I mean, can you imagine your first time landing and it just kind of like clumped into the nest, but wow, what an amazing experience that we got to witness. Thank you, life. Thank you. We are divinely guided. And this is just one of the incredible miracles that we get to experience when we relax into the flow. So without further ado, let's get to this week's conversation with Amy White. Okay, wait, one more ado. I don't even know if that makes sense. One more thing before we start. If you are interested in working with me in any way, one-on-one coaching, getting a human design reading, all the things, head over to KelseyAbbott.com and I will hook you up. And if you're not already on my newsletter list, get your booty on there. That's where you'll really find out about a lot of the things. There are things that I don't post on my website but I let my email list about it, know about them. So head over to KelseyAbbott.com to get yourself hooked up. Now, now I'm going to get out of the way and you can listen to Amy and me and the greater consciousness update you on the energy for the end of March and April, 2022. I love you. You're amazing. You're wonderful. Thank you so much for being part of my experience on this planet. Go forth and be awesome. 
Welcome, Amy. I'm so happy you're here. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here. What a what a joyful experience. I really do look forward to it every month. And I really do love doing this with you every month. And I can't believe, has it been a year since we've, we've been talked? doing this? No. Oh, yeah. well, yes, it feels like it's been a year since we talked. But like, I think, have we I even think been doing this a year? I think, I think maybe last March. Okay. I feel like March or April of last year was when we, when we did our first had our first conversation. Well, happy anniversary. Happy yeah. podcast diversity. Happy <laughs> podcast diversary. Woo, girl. Wow. You know, I was just thinking about what we were going to talk about today. And, you know, the, it's funny. Sometimes the greater consciousness is just sort of like quiet as they, as I lead, you know, up to this conversation. But so what just popped into my head was, I don't know, maybe just even a quick like recap of how we've, each one of us have ridden, rode the energy <laughs> for this past year. I mean, I don't know about you, but I am absolutely without a shadow of a doubt, not the same configuration Mm-mm. of of a sole human being that, that, that I was a year ago. No. Like, I mean, not a month ago even, but a year, I mean, it feels like a decade of evolution that's happened. Absolutely. It is. I mean, I'm the same and yet completely different. Yeah. Yeah. I was just shown an image of just like a flower opening in, um, like extreme slow motion video where you get to see like every pedal open and you see the little dew drops on the, on the pedal. That's what it feels like this has been for me. I mean, yeah, I have learned so much and I've learned it in my body. So I can't even necessarily tell you what's changed. Completely. Yeah. But I think that really is where we are on the evolutionary path right now. It's less about mile markers. Like I was this, I was doing these things a year ago and now I'm not doing those things. It's more to me, the feeling of this, how much closer um, do I feel to my capital T truth today than I did even a year ago? And, you know, even in my own personal journey, I pause often and think, wow, I've, I've evolved so much like in my own, on my own personal path, how, you know, what could be, what, what more could be, you know, I mean, the human, my human mind, right. Comes into play and they're like, you've really done a lot of work. Maybe, maybe you've reached the, you know, the pinnacle. Um, and then I look at a year, like we've just, you know, had using this podcast sort of as the, as the marker and saying, I feel even deep, more deeply in my human soul experience than I did a year ago when I thought I was deeply in my human soul experience. So it's really powerful. And I feel like those, that resonates with your audience. Like, I feel like there's a lot of people listening to this that are going to be like, oh my gosh, that's it. Because there aren't actually words to describe it because it really is all feeling. Yeah. You know, it, it, and in, in a way of being, it's just yeah. our essence. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not, you know, to say that it's been an easy year 
you know, in my own, on my life path, on my life journey. Um, but there isn't one thing that I can look back over the last 12 months and go, oh, that was so far off the rails. I think that we were, we were talking about the term acceptance, you know, I'll use the term acknowledgement. Um, I can acknowledge how everything that I've experienced um, over the last year has created uh, a, a deeper, wider, brighter container to hold the essence of who I am and all the aspects of who I am here right now in this moment. Yes, absolutely. And, and you have helped me a ton in that as well. You've said things to me like a month before I've been able to see them myself, which is also really, truly amazing because most people aren't ahead of me in that term, in terms of that, like I'm the one who can see ahead usually. And I'm like waiting, I'm like, come on, people catch up, like, see what I'm seeing. And yeah. this is like, Amy's calling me on it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then a month later, I'm like, oh, oh, and then it keeps evolving and keeps evolving and keeps evolving. And I'm like, oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I see all of this now. Yeah. It is one of my superpowers, you know, mm -hmm. to be, you know, really the, <clears throat> the scout for lack of better word, like the one that's gone kind of going out front and mm -hmm. checking everything out and then coming back and reporting, you know, to the, to the collective of what's, what's there, what's coming, what, you know, ways that we can position ourselves to ride it, it with more ease if we choose. Um, and sometimes we don't choose ease, you know, and I think you know, we, we were talking right before this recording about how <clears throat> what the greater consciousness shows me is this idea that the more we can be, you know, in our kayaks or canoes or our little boats in the river without our oars in the water, the, the, the more joyful, exciting this next energy wave is going to be for us because it really does require that, that word that some of us don't like very much, a, a big dose of surrender and not surrender in the white flag over our head, you know, saying, fine, I'm just not doing anything. But in the idea that when we release the grasp or the need to steer our boats, right, then we really can experience the fullness of what's here for us. And the energy is like, I don't want to say class five rapids, but it's fast. It's fast. And, and the more we can be in that surrender place and that letting go place, that releasing the need to know, the need to hold on to, the need to control where we're going, the faster we're going to get to this thing that the things, right, each one of us individually that we've been longing for, longing to see manifest in our lives. It might not look exactly like we think, but we're coming into that space where it really is, we're on point, we're on track to be able to see a lot of those things come to fruition. But it's going to be harder to come to fruition if we're, if we're trying to control it because we think in our thinking mind, we know better than how our soul is guiding us. And this is, I mean, this is the biggest change for me over the past year is a year ago, I would have been like, yeah, surrender. I'm surrendering. And 
I don't know what else. And now <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to not surrender. I don't want to have, so we were talking before we hit record that you saw oars, people putting their oars in the water from their kayak or canoe. I see people putting their fingers in a pie and I don't want my fingers in the pie. I want to no. just like go with it. Pete and I did a, um, an unplanned experiment with this yesterday where we were leaving a place in separate cars and I used Siri to guide me, Australian Siri, um, because I, I like her better. <laughs> um, and he, he knew the way, I mean, we both knew the way, but he decided not to use Siri and he left before me and I got home before him. And it was such a like, right. Like I used the guidance. I surrendered. Yeah. And he yeah. thought he knew the way he did. And of course there was nothing like no big deal. And yet it was just such an interesting example of like, oh yeah. Why, when we can be led, why choose to do it ourselves? Why choose to muscle through it when it can be easy? Right. It's like right. breaststroke people don't muscle through it. It makes you go slower. You just gotta yeah. ease through it. Well, and it's so it, it's, I mean, that's spot on because that, that the way of, of connecting into our soul's knowing is a turn by turn navigation system. I mean, it's, it's, it's in us, you know, we know, we know where to go and how to get there and the, the ease, the, the ease and flow way to get there. Sometimes we don't choose that way. You know, oftentimes when I know where I'm going and I have my GPS going at the same time, and then all of a sudden it's taking me a different way. I'm like, all right, let's see, you know, let's see what I see going this way. I know I'm still going to get to where I'm going, you know, and I also don't have line of sight into what might be in the road ahead of me that the GPS is, is rerouting me around, exactly. you know, and I think that's a perfect ex uh, way to go back to what we were saying just a few minutes ago of, you know, if you, if you muscle through it and you say, nope, this is the road, I'm staying on the road, you're still going to get there, but it might, it might, there might be some surprises that are unexpected. There might be some delays that happen because of it. And that's, that's okay. We it's value in all ways, but we're really being invited. And we've talked about this before, how much ease and flow and space and grace can we create for ourselves on this journey? You know, with, with the world appearing to be burning down around us, many, you know, see it that way. How can we create an environment that doesn't feel bad or, or, or that doesn't create more of the same? It and we feels like how much ease and flow can we handle? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all there for us. It's all there. And that's why, you know, again, the energy that we're coming into here at the end of March and into April, you know, is, is poised to allow us to get in that flow and go mm -hmm. wherever mm -hmm. life is meant to take us, you know, not the, you know, we're not the, the victims of the current, you know, we are the current, you know, get in the line and go. I keep getting this hit <clears throat> about um, the book called the surrender experiment. Have you ever read that book? Yeah. Um, 
So isn't it? Oh, wow. I, I can see the, um, I can see the cover. Michael Singer. Michael Singer. There yeah. we go. He wrote the untethered soul. Untethered soul. That's what I couldn't yeah. think of. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's an excellent book in that it, he makes a decision in the book to just follow the breadcrumb mm-hmm. breadcrumbs from one thing to another thing, to another thing. And the experiences that came from that, you know, were so magical and were ways and shapes and forms that he would have never imagined if he sat down and said, my life a year from now, I want to look like this, you know? And, and I think when we can get to that place within us, that says maybe not a hundred percent. And I don't think that it's, that's required, you know, but as the greater consciousness says frequently, as often as possible, when you're at the crossroad of, I can control this or I can see how it unfolds, you know, list to the, let's see how it unfolds, list to the, I'm eager for the next inspired action. I'm eager for the next set of instructions. Um, it's, there's less feeling of control in that, of course, but in the reality, how much control do we really have except over the experience we choose to have? There, there isn't anything we can control outside of that. And so when we can play in that space and co-create with our soul, because our, our internal GPS knows exactly where it's taking us. It's not wrong. It can't be wrong. It's not flawed. It is so finely tuned. You know, we just are the ones sometimes clicking the right blinker when, when our GPS is saying go left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're the ones trying to control it. We're the ones who are just like, well, it hasn't told me anything yet. So I'm going to jump in now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that's one of, you know, we, we've talked about this before of like being in the Bardo, right? The space between, you know, what we knew and what we, what we're going to know, but also, you know, in the space of, I love the phrase, um, a friend of mine coined it years ago, waiting further instructions. Mm. Now <laughs> I've been thinking about that term recently. And I thought, you know, waiting can, can also create a sense of impatience. So what I love to use instead is eager for, I'm eager for further instructions. It feels exciting and anticipatory, but it doesn't feel impatient. I'm not like sitting here tapping my fingers going, where are these further instructions? I'm like, oh my gosh, they're coming. I know they're coming. I don't know when they're coming, but they're coming. You know, I feel and- so seen right now, Amy. Yeah. I feel like this is how I've been so far in 2022 in this like, they're coming. And, and it's not within a sense of attachment, right? It's in a sense of like, and is today the day? Oh no, it wasn't. Okay. Maybe tomorrow's the day. Yeah. 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 Back to that childlike wonder, Mm -hmm. you know, knowing that there's good around every corner. Looking for the delightful surprises. Yeah. And eager and excited Mm -hmm. for them. You know, that's where the knowing comes from. You know, and again, it's not, it's, it's, it's semantics, but it's not right. Um, that term waiting just feels very much like a, 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 a slow slog through <laughs> quicksand, you know? Yeah. I feel like we think waiting and we think like 
waiting room at like a doctor's office. Like it's not a pleasant place to be. That's just our Um, connotation of that word is not, we're not happy when we're waiting. Yeah. Some people are. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, oh no, waiting feels very, you know, exciting and eager, then that's okay. You know, but the greater consciousness is like really wanting to create a sense of differentiation between creating scenarios where we're impatiently waiting for something and eager and excited about what is to come. And, and, and they're very, they're like putting an exclamation point on this part of the conversation because it is so in line with the energy that's coming, you know, when we can be eager to see what's next, you know, it's not when will, or if something will come, you know, but when it comes, you know, and we can play all kinds of games. What will they look like? What were their, would their name be? How will I feel when I step into this office space or this, or this store or this trip or this, like starting to get into that really excited felt sense of what's coming. Yeah. yeah. You tap into your core desired feelings. How do you want to feel and how is it going to feel? We'll get the feeling first, right? Many of us, many of us do. Many of us do. We, we tend though to rationalize it, you know, and I think I, I probably shared with you on one of the podcasts over the last several months, this idea of not intellectualizing trauma, but we also tend to intellectualize our dreams, you know, and rationalize our dreams or our longings you know, and, and that's, that's the, the sort of the invitation is to get, get those oars out of the water, stop intellectualizing and just allow life to unfold itself. What would that look like? What would intellectualizing our dreams look like? Well, to me, the way that they're making me feel is about um, sort of rationalizing. This is too big of a dream or it hasn't come yet because I haven't worked hard enough. I wasn't dedicated enough. I wasn't committed enough. Like it's all the judgment that comes in that says, you know, I have to have a reason why this dream hasn't manifested because I've worked so hard and it's not here yet. Could it also be the rationalizing why you want something like I want to make more money because I've worked at this career for 10 years now and I deserve it instead of simply wanting. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think when our thinking mind comes in and, and of course these things are all sort of leaning towards judgment. We don't have something we're impatient because it's not here yet. And now we're going to find all of the reasons why it makes us feel better to have this list of why it hasn't happened. You know, well, that person's just lucky, you know, it can happen to anybody, but that person really is just lucky. And that's why they got it before me. I mean, we do all of these things, right? And I think we even talked last time about like comparison is the thief of joy. But even more than that, it's this rationalizing, this intellectualizing, it steals our flow. It interrupts our flow. It, it changes um, the speed at which we can really start to see things in the physical manifestation. So if you're like in your canoe or kayak, going with the flow, you start to rationalize something and it's like putting your oars in the water. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the more you rationalize it, the more likely you're going to end up grounding your canoe on the, you know, 
on the side of the bank, um, which then just requires some recalibration to get back on board, you know, and, and back into the flow. And the greater consciousness too, to push you off. Completely. The greater consciousness really wants to, to, to be clear here that, that neither are wrong, you know, and we've talked about this over and over, but they really, it's, it's, it comes down to how much ease and flow do you feel you deserve? Like sometimes that's the intellectualizing, you know, because it goes back to that. I have to work hard. If I'm not working hard enough, then I don't deserve it. Or if I'm not working hard enough, it can't come to me. Or if I'm not, you know, hustling every day, I'm not going to have the abundance that I want. And those beliefs run deep in this Western culture. Yeah, completely. And what we don't understand fully, you know, as a collective is that that every time we're in that space, it's like hitting the brake. It's like putting the oar in the water. We're just slowing down the flow. Now, we're also not being invited just to sit back, eat bonbons and like be like, okay, life, bring it. There there are some actions that we, we will want to take you know, but, but it's, it's, and it goes back to a conversation we've had previously about where, what's the genesis of it? Is it from our thinking mind? Because we think, oh, we have to take these five steps or is it from our heart mind that says, I feel so inspired to go do this today. So I'll give you a really great example. I went, I I go, I go to this boxing gym and I used to be a member. I used to actually be a trainer for, for the franchise years ago. And I, you know, drop in once a week or so because I have all of these other things that I do. Um, but lately I've gone a few more times during the week than normal. And as I was getting up this morning and I was going to do my home workout, I had this inspiration to go to the gym, you know, and in my mind, I'm like, oh, I just went on Friday or, or Saturday. I went on Saturday. You know, I, why am I going again this soon? But I really felt inspired. So. As I'm driving there, I had been thinking about a conversation I had with the owner of the gym before I moved to San Diego. And I said, hey, you know, I train, I I am a trainer, certified trainer for this franchise. I might be interested in, you know, doing some work with you guys, but it never, it never came to fruition. Anyway, long story short, I'm driving this morning and I'm like, you know, if I'm going to come, if I'm going to do this a few times a week, I should see if I can pick up a shift or something and then just do a trade. You know, I'll work a few hours at the gym. I'll get a few hours of gym time. Easy, easy. (laughs) When I got to the gym, the owner said to me, Hey, would you be interested in picking up a shift for me next week? Cause I'm going out of town for my son's spring break and I don't really have any trainers in the wings. And so it was like, so easy. And, and had I not like followed the inspiration to go to the gym this morning, I wouldn't have likely had that conversation. Like all of it unfolded beautifully. And then it was in my mind already as I was going there, like, huh, I wonder if we could make this work. Um, And there you go. And then she said, oh, I could really use, you know, like early, like 5.30 a.m. Monday mornings just to open the the gym up. And I'm like, oh, free workouts. And I get to have fun at the same time. And it, it just all, I didn't have my oar in the water at all. Mm-hmm. I was just like following the impulse, following the impulse. And I think that's really cool too, when it happens that quickly, you know, it doesn't, all these things don't have to be long manifestations. 
it also doesn't, it won't likely be my forever place, right? It'll be for a time that works really beautifully for me until something else comes up. Yeah. I, and I want to share an example of putting your oar in the water. I just shared this, um, in an email, but I did the opposite. I, I felt lots of that following the impulse. And I actually had that experience this morning, but I feel like this example is going to be more helpful for people. So I, I typically get to run with Pete and he holds our, he doesn't mind carrying a bottle while we're running. And so he'll carry a bottle. He'll be my bottle boy, but he can't always come with me when I'm running. And so that leaves me being like, all right, I got to carry my own bottle. How am I going to do this? And I have a pack that I just, I don't, I just decided I wanted a new one. I decided with my brain, I put my oar in the water and was like, I want a new pack. Oh, holy moly. (laughs) I went down such the rabbit hole reading reviews, all these conflicting reports and all these new products. And just, it was all so heavy and hard, so struggling. And eventually I decided I wanted to put an end to it all. So I just made the decision and bought something again with my head. It was like, I wanted to end my own suffering. So I just ordered the thing thinking, Oh, maybe I'll get lucky. Like knowing at the time, this is not (laughs) the way I'm supposed to be operating, but I'm just curious. Like, it's kind of like, you know, when you have a canker sore and you want to know if it still hurts, so you poke it with your tongue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Still hurt. But I was like, maybe I'll get this amazing pack. No, the one that showed up was an armpit chafer. It was not, it, it was an immediate turn that turn that ship around and you go right back to where mm-hmm. you came from. Yeah. I put my oar on the water. I knew what I was doing and I was curious and, and actually it was this incredible lesson because I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. that's what happens when you put your oar in the water, when you put your finger in the pie. Yeah. But that's what's I mean, up with it, this it, pie reference, by the way, I, I don't like pie. Really? I keep seeing a blueberry pie for whatever That's reason. That's what I'm say seeing that. too. And then like the com- finger comes out and it's like all purple. purple. I did recently say the only, if it was going to be a fruit pie, the only, I don't like pie crust at all. So it's all about the innards. So it's oh, like yeah. the, a blueberry pie. Good that's main funny. blueberries. So I guess that's what I'm seeing. I love that. Well, you know, it's, 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 I, I, I love that experience. And like you were saying, you, you got so much value out of it, right? But you did, you spent time, you know, that could, didn't need to maybe be spent, you know, and it's not a judgment. There's no judgment there. It's just, we, we really, you know, the greater consciousness is like, it's really time to decide how Mm. do you want to feel? How do you want to feel every moment of every day as often as possible, as often as you can be, be in awareness of it, be in acceptance of it, but we get to choose. And it's going to become even more and more critical as we move through these next years and decades, you know, as we're in this metamorphosis and transformation, excuse me, to hold that space for ourselves. It's really where we bring, not just for our own journey, but where we bring the biggest healing to the planet is when we align with ourselves, when we release resistance, when we we take the oars out of the water. It's not a, there, this is not an invitation into chaos. And I can see, I can feel like people are like, are you kidding me? You get into the rapids and then you're getting tossed around. Here's the thing, kids, <laughs> everybody pay attention. We're going, we're, we're going to have times in the rapids, no matter what, no matter what. 
So you can, you can work hard through them, or you can really trust that you're going to be brought through them in the most ease and grace and flow as possible, but you get to choose. It's pretty darn exhausting when you're trying to steer yourself through the rapids, when we're being given the wisdom that says when you're in that place of acceptance, surrender, releasing, and can trust that you are being guided to the highest good, it's just a lot less efforting. And that energy conservation that comes from us not working so hard then can be used in ways that are beautiful and brilliant and light up the world. It, yeah. it brings us home to ourselves. Our, like, well, I'm going to say this. Our job is to be in our wholeness, to be in our flow, and then go out in the world and share our energy with other people. And we don't even have to share it by talking with them, but simply by being healed, yeah. we share that healed energy and that helps other people heal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the difference between aligning with what's going wrong and aligning with what is going right. You know, when we align with what appears to be going wrong, you know, because it feels, it feels like that's the way to be an activist. Let's just say we're actually adding more energy to the, what is going wrong. But if we can align with the advocates, you know, whatever that looks like, those that are, are, are advocating for this peace and this wholeness and this authenticity and this coming home to ourselves, that actually lifts us out of, you know, the other. So the heavier energy, it brings not just ourselves up, but it brings everybody up around us. And I've yeah. been thinking about a few months ago, you said some of us are here to break down the current systems and some of us are here to, to build up the new systems Yeah, and just in observing the world. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do that. And we can, and, and we can kind of do both when we align with, with the advocacy versus the adversary, mm -hmm. right? Because we are then contributing to both the breakdown and the build up of the new. It's really powerful, but everybody's playing a role. You know, again, this is where we're at that, we're at that fulcrum point. We're at that tipping point of how do we want, and we've said, we've talked about this before, but it's even more important or more loudly being communicated now that we do really have, we're at a choice point and we really do have the opportunity to decide how do we want this next ride to be, you know, this canoe ride, this kayak trip, this river rafting, whatever, you know, this pie, <laughs> however it looks you know, but we, we have more personal control and authority over what our experiences look like and are going to look like and feel like than some of us are giving ourselves credit in this moment. But that's the big invitation. Find the way to get as often as possible in the space of understanding that no, nothing from the outside actually is controlling the experience. It's all on, on how we give power to the, what's happening outside of us. Mm. It's big. <laughs> so find a way to ride down the river on your pie. On your pie. Whatever kind of pie you like. Yeah. <laughs>
but it's obviously blueberry. Obviously. <laughs> We're both seeing the same pie. <laughs> oh my gosh. So good oh, though. So this good. humaning thing is so weird and wonderful. It is. It is. And, you know, I heard just recently sort of this remembering that each one of us picked, chose to be here right now for this, this version of humaning, which is different than any humaning that's ever come before us in any way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. We are on the leading, bleeding edge of transformation, energetically, societally. It's, it's, and, and there's this whole idea that, you know, we all chose to come here to be healers and uplifters and, and that that's why we're here, but it really, it's, it's just what we were talking about. We're here to come home to ourselves, to, to learn, to come home to that deeper inner wisdom, inner knowing, inner being. And as we do that, we are the uplifters. We are the healers, but it's, 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 it's not the other way around. We didn't come here to be healers and that somehow that being healers helps us to come home to ourselves. It's the coming home to, to the capital T truth of who we are that allows us to be fully presently here on the planet holding space for this metamorphosis. It's big. Yeah. And none of us know what we're doing. I feel like that's another piece of the surrender is you know, I, and this was a recent realization for me. I've had so many experiences, well, like maybe five, but it feels like so many to me, um, where I have heard like, you're going to heal yourself. And I have been kicking and screaming like how, but I don't know how, and I hear you've done it before. And I'm like, but I don't know how I did it then. And it was literally like two days ago that I realized, oh, all I need to know is you're going to heal yourself. Okay, yeah. cool. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I don't need to know how that's not my job. How nope. is never my job? Nope. I just had that over the weekend. I told you I had this little bit of a head cold allergy thing going on. And, and I just get to this place where I'm like, all right, body, what do you need? I'm going to get out of the way, you know? And my body was like, I want soup. <laughs> I want to get on the beach and get my feet in the, you know, sand in the ocean. And then I want to sleep. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, I'm listening. Got the, got, got myself soup, you know, took a little, and, and I normally walk like miles and miles and miles on the beach on the weekend. We literally like went, we, me and my body <laughs> literally went, stood in the water, found this, this rock that I love to sit on. And I laid in the sun and kind of like slept on and off in the sun for a little while. And then I took us home and put us to bed. You know, and that was exact. And I woke up this morning and my body was like, yeah, how's that? Feels pretty good. Right. Mm. You know, and I just let it go. I didn't, I didn't have any resistance to it. I surrendered to my body does know what it needs, you know, and I don't, I do know how to heal myself, but I'm not the healer. I'm just the allower, right. I'm the space maker for that healing. And I think that is really sort of the, you know, exclamation point on all of it is we are the space holders for the healing. 
And that's where I got confused. It's funny. I know I'm not the healer for other people, but when it came to myself, I was like, oh, I guess this is me. What? Why? Why would I all of a sudden be all alone on this? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I I crack myself up. Well, you know, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, we're humans. We're funny, man. We are funny. We are. And that's the whole, I mean, again, it goes back to the intellectualizing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be the healer. So how do I do it? What are the steps, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and I really, and, and I, I think I just have had a lot of practice of this because when I'm doing my channeling and even before I get on a conversation like this, you know, I say to the greater consciousness, to my guides, to my own, like, personality self, move me out of the way, not gone. I don't want to be gone, but help shift me out of the way so that I can be the clearest channel for whatever the wisdom is, you know, and it's the same thing. Like I say to my body, I'm, I'm out, like, I'm going to get out of the way you should, you tell me what we need (laughs) and then I will do it. You know, I don't have to figure it out. And I think that's the taking the oars out of the water conversation. You don't have to figure out where you're going, you know? Yeah. I always say that if you're trying to figure it out and I think I've said it before, I've made this specific to generators and manifesting generators, but really for all humans, when you're trying to figure it out, it's, it's not, not that way. No. And your, and your, your water pack, um, example was so perfect you know, because you even knew I read your newsletter. I mean, mm-hmm. you knew as you were going through it, like this feels too much work. Yeah. Too well, much. Work. And it's not to say that sometimes we aren't invited to do some digging and exploring and researching and excavating. That's part of it. But again, you were coming from, I need to solve this problem. So let's solve this problem. And we're going to muscle our way through it. You know, where you where your inner wisdom at the very beginning was like, Mm-mm, baby Mm-mm. from Mm-mm. the get-go don't do this but i want to do this don't mm-hmm. do this all right well, enjoy your enjoy your trip on the struggle bus <laughs> and you know you'll you'll maybe have a longer pause before you do something like that again i'm not saying you won't do something like no, that again. of course i'll do it again and <laughs> Next time I'll be laughing even at myself even earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just hope that I continue to only do it on the little things so that when it comes to the big things, I remember them. Yeah. Well, I think again, that comes, that comes back to the intellectualizing because I think even when we're doing something from the space of like, I'm going to let my body lead the way, you know, very often if we're not really aware, if we're not in awareness of, of the way that our, our minds try to circumvent the process, we could just be coming at it from a different angle. You know, I could have really gotten into like, we need chicken soup and we need it to be spicy. And the only place it's, you know, and it's closed. And now I have to drive 15 miles to. Yes. I was like, I'm going to go to the grocery store and see what pre-made soups are there. And, and there will be one that will be perfect for me. Mm-hmm very different, right? Very different energy. Same, same with you. Like you could have gone to a sporting goods store and said, I need a solution. Show me the solution instead of it had to be a pack and it had to be. And I mean, every time you talk, I read that 
I used to, when I was marathon training, <clears throat> I had this camelback pack that would chafe my sports bra line on the, on my back. That's what my, oh. well, my heart rate monitor strap used to, when I wore a chest strap, it would chafe my sports bra line on the front. And I had a scar there that is recently healed after like 10 years. Oh my God. Since I last wore one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Oh, maybe that's not the solution at all. Right. To get the pack. Cause I know if I were to start running again, there, I would, there would have to be a different something for me. Um, cause it couldn't be that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try the one I have and I will know quite early if it doesn't work. And then I will respond to the quote unquote problem that I have. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are just learning <laughs> as we go, tripping over our ginormous oh. puppy paws. Yeah, my, I know. Right. It makes us and adorable. It does make us adorable. I was going to say that's really the beautiful part of this journey, even though sometimes it doesn't feel that way, especially when we're talking about chafing bra lines. <laughs> you're chafing armpits. Oh, oh, so bad. Oh, I had a, a tank top that had like an inner uh, seam. And when I did one of my long, like 17 mile runs, I came back and it was so deep. <gasps> chafing. Yeah. Sorry. I know we're like getting way off topic, but it's like, Ooh, and yet we can bring this back because it's like anything that, so it's a little annoyance. Now you go get sweaty in that for a long time and it's going to end up carving a Canyon in your skin. So same with like a little teeny tiny belief that you're holding on to that. You're not ready to release yet. Mm -hmm. You carry that around for long enough. It's going to, it's going to leave a crater (laughs) completely, completely. So in all of this to be said that, you know, we are at a point where we can start to really take back our power around how we want to play these things out and catching ourselves earlier in the process. And I do the same. I mean, I'll get down the road a little bit and then I'm like, oh, dang, I'm doing it again. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought I had cleared this, but Oh, I came through a side door this time that I didn't even know was there. You're like, I'm sneakier than I realized. Look at that. Yeah, you know, and it is really, it's, it's like that personality part of us, which holds on to these fear stories. Cause it's really all it knows, you know, and it's not, it's not to, there's no malice there, but sometimes it's more, there's more fear there than we even know, because it's, it's not in our conscious awareness. And our, and our personality mind is just like, oh my God, I have to find a window or something, you know, that I can crawl back into that space and take control again. And so that's, we, we, as we become aware of it, then we can stop it, you know, and I can see my, like my, like a little something inside of me that's like locking all the different ways into the space because it's not necessary anymore, you know? And a lot of what we're all releasing right now is these really unnecessary old stories, old ways of being, you know, the, the old traumas and family lineage. I think there's a lot of us here right now, like right now in this moment that are blowing the doors off of old ancestral stories 
like they just, there's no room for them to come forward into the future. And when we get into this energy, this bullet train energy, this, you know, raging rapids, (laughs) speeding river energy, we don't want to have any of that stuff. You know, we want just the things that are going to support us on the next leg of our journey. And those stories, they're old, they're done, you know, but we have to be conscious and then we have to not intellectualize as, as much as we can, but we're up, but we're getting there and it's happening at a collective level. But like you said, we're, we're going to get there. Some of us will have deeper scars than others, but we're, we're all going to get there. A majority of us are, are going to get there. Yeah. As long as that's the, we, if we choose. You know, we can choose to not, we can choose to stay where we're at and drag our heels and put our feet in concrete blocks and all of it. We can certainly do that. And just like what you said before, there's a, there's a space and a place for all of the different ways that we are on our journey. In other words, you can have any kind of pie you want, any kind of pie, just ride it down the river and don't stick your fingers in it. Yeah. And if you want to stick your fingers in it, stick your fingers in it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's just, again, it's just a matter of what is the journey that you want to have. It, once you see it, you can't unsee it. So now if you're choosing, and we've talked about this before, like I've had moments where I'm like, I know I'm sitting in a vat of shit and I'm going to sit in this vat of shit because dang it, this is where I want to be. Yes. But, yes. you know, because I'm consciously aware of making that choice. I don't actually sit there very long because mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, well, since I'm actually making the choice and I'm not the victim of this bad of shit, uh, it's kind of not fun to be here. Exactly. It gets boring too. Boring. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I even if I make a commitment to, to sit in it for some period of time, it generally doesn't last very long anymore. And I think that's really what we're all striving for. It's like having the awareness, seeing when we're repeating old patterns, when we're leading with old beliefs, not to judge them or make them wrong, but to recognize, hey, crap, I'm doing it again. I know this doesn't serve me. How can I pivot? What's the next thing I can do that takes me off of this track and back into the kayak with the oars and I'm just riding the riding the current. Yeah. What takes you back to yippee? Yeah. This is a little bit crazy and a little bit, a lot of bit fun. <laughs> a little bit rock and roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think that's, that's, we're really going to start to see a difference in the way that people are sharing how they're experiencing their journeys. You know, there's going to be a lot of us that are going to be like, some days it's effed up, some days it's not, but overall I am moving forward. I feel in my knowing, in my truth. And then there's going to be those that are just like a four-year-old in line at Target that didn't get their Pokemon card on the floor, kicking and screaming. Both are okay. Which, which, which would you prefer to be? I don't want to be that four-year-old every once in a while at the airport. I will admit when I see a, a child having a meltdown, I'm just like, baby, ugh, 
if it were socially acceptable, I would be on the floor with you right now. Mm-hmm. But again, with awareness, right? <laughs> with awareness, not unconscious. Yeah. Not like unconscious. I, I'm going to choose to have a temper tantrum right now. And now I'm going to choose to not have a temper tantrum. Exactly. Exactly. We always, always, always have a choice. Always, always. And the greater consciousness is saying, choose ease. Yes. Choose grace, choose space, choose compassion for yourself. Forget about everyone else for a minute. And I know that sounds counter, but, but it isn't really. Forget about everyone. Because if we choose it for ourselves, it automatically happens for others. We can't not show up in the world that way. But just back to what we were saying, you know, we didn't come here to be healers and light bearers. We came here to be, find our healing, find our light. And then from there, we are by virtue of we are, (laughs) you know, and it's the same. We find when we, when we do those things, when we heal and even the word healed to me, when I'm talking about our personal journey feels a little bit of uh, not the right language anymore. Um, but when we, when we really put our love and attention on the places within us that are, are calling out for more love and attention, then that it can't not radiate out into the world. We don't even have to be, be, make a plan about how we're going to do it. We're just do. Yeah. We just allow. Yeah. Allow surrender. Accept and acknowledge and acknowledge. Yeah. And then be, Mm. be, be in the wholeness, whatever that looks like in the moment for each of us, just keep coming home to that wholeness, that, that capital T truth. When we can get out of our own way, our inner beings are going to help us to see what those truths are, what that knowing is you know, how we can move about the planet in these human vehicles in a way that's easier, healthier, more prosperous, more powerfully centered, grounded. Yeah, it's big. It's huge. It is. And here we are doing it together as a whole collective. So grateful for you as always, Amy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I love being here. Is there any, anything we're missing? Oh gosh. Mm -mm. No, no. They've, they've said it. They've said it all. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So how can people find you if they've forgotten that you're a pole dancer, how can they go watch your pole videos? How can they work with you? Get a reading. If you you missed last month's energy report, you need to go back and listen to it now, but it still counts. It's not like they go bad. bad. They don't get, they do not go bad. They do not. In fact, the energy is exactly perfectly tuned in to when you are listening to these podcasts. So you could listen to the last 12 months of them and it's all going to hit you appropriately in this time and space. But yes, Instagram, Amy on the pole. It's my pole dancing page. Um, I have, I haven't added a video in a few weeks, but I've got some in the, in the hopper. Um, You can find me on my website, amywhite.co. 
and all the links to all my socials, my YouTube, Facebook, my intuitive medium, Instagram is there. Um, and upcoming events, some free videos, how to work with me, all the things. And I will say, and I haven't put a lot of energy, but last month, um, or actually a couple of weeks ago, I, um, I got my Instagram page got, um, duplicated like a fake page and that the bot was, or whatever was reaching out to people, um, asking them if they wanted a reading and all kinds of interesting stuff went around that. So I just want to let you know that if you do follow me on any of my socials, I will never reach out and ask you if you want a reading. So <laughs> if, if you somehow get that, uh, it is not me. So make sure you are following the real, Amy the real, Lee. I need to get the blue check mark. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> such a joy, such a joy, such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Too. Thank you. My friend, you are amazing as always. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If it inspired you, lit you up, made you think, please share it with all of your people. And if you're inspired to do so, please head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating and a review. Thank you so much. And remember, you can find more about Amy at amywhite.co and more about me at kelseyabbott.com. Thank you so much. I love you. Go forth and be awesome.